Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Writing Your Best Self with your host, me, Georgina Almashady. And today I want to answer a really important question. And the question is, should you read over your journal or not? Now, it probably won't surprise you to hear that I get asked this question a lot. And so I wanted to answer in an episode because it's such an important question especially for people that invest time and effort and energy in their journaling. And as you can probably imagine, there isn't a cut and dried answer to this question. Well, because it depends. (laughs) So let's dive into the detail because it's in the detail that we're going to find some solutions to this. And I want to start by sharing one of my favorite quotes. It's from Zig Ziglar. And he said, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Now, I love this quote because it's such a powerful reminder of the be, have, do trifecta. Now, when it comes to setting goals and striving to improve our lives, I think you'll agree that it's not just about what we get to physically have as a result. Yes, we might get the house or the money or the job and All of these achievements are amazing, they're brilliant, and they're for sure worth celebrating. But, and perhaps more importantly, when we're looking back at what we've achieved by setting a goal, it's who we've become as a result of the experience. For example, how much personal power did you acquire through the journey? How did you cultivate new levels of creativity and problem solving? How did your courage and confidence grow? How did you expand your comf- your comfort zone? How did your emotional intelligence shift? Etc. 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 Now, the reason I think who you be is more important than what you have is because when you grow and evolve as an individual, you expand your capacity to hold more in your life, and as a result, you increase your ability to experience more. And think about how life then opens up and expands as a result. For example, you could find yourself setting even bigger goals. You could deepen your mission or your desire to make an impact. You could heal aspects of your life that help you feel more wholesome in yourself. But what does all of this mean for reviewing your journal or not? And for me, it hinges around an essential question. What are you going to gain from reading back over past entries? And again, that also depends because it's really based on your intentions and state of being at the time of writing. So let's share some examples to put this into context. And let's say your last journal entry was written in a state of high emotion, like something triggered you, you're feeling angry, frustrated or resentful, and you turn to your journal because that's what us journalists do. And once your journal was open, you ranted and you raged. And as we've explored in previous episodes, there is something incredibly cathartic and releasing 
about expressing and purging raw emotions into your journal. When you can articulate how you feel in the moment, you create an outlet for those challenging emotions to move through you. But we have to remember that it's not uncommon to make zero logical sense when you're in a state of emotional triggering. It's hard to think rationally and logically. And so when we're in this state, we may say things in our journal that we don't really mean, or we could later regret if we were to speak them out loud. But in the safety and privacy of your journal, like anything goes, and this is the power of the journal, it creates this safe, protected space where you can be freely and purely expressed. You can dump it all. You're free to get it all out of you. And there's benefit in this because at the end of the rant, you'll probably feel better, especially if you've allowed yourself to ride the emotional wave, which could include crying, expressing some anger, venting, etc. However, chances are you probably won't want to read this type of entry back because what would be the purpose? Like, You don't need to relieve the pain. You don't need to step back into that moment, especially if it all seems a little bit illogical with hindsight. And chances are you might even feel a little bit guilty or a little bit ashamed for the things you wrote, especially if you've moved into a different place emotionally and you have a different perspective as a result of the journaling practice and experience. For me, this kind of entry is probably best left alone because it's actually served its purpose. It provided the healing outlet when you needed it. It gave you the space you needed to express freely, rawly and vulnerably in the moment. But chances are, there's not a lot to learn from a reread. In fact, the shame or guilt you could feel when you read back the things that you wrote and you thought in the moment could actually hinder future journaling because next time you need an unrestricted space to express, you may check yourself to avoid revisiting like this aftermath. But that's not the only reason to not look back over your journal. There is a risk that you can get caught up in the past. You can get lost in reliving your mistakes, failures and missed opportunities. There's a risk you can beat yourself up for what you didn't do when you had the chance. There's a risk you shrink yourself by running over and over in your mind what you should, in inverted commas, have done differently. And for sure, I've definitely found myself in this place in the past, especially when I've been struggling to move forward, especially when I've had a goal that I've found too difficult to achieve or accomplish or I just felt stuck or lost in how do I move forward from here it can be tempting to look back and kick myself and wish I'd done things when I was younger etc etc but what I found is if you're not mindful this kind of revisiting can steal your life and and fill you with regret and as a result it becomes a lot harder to see opportunities that are present in the moment because yes the past is beautiful. It's it's the home of our memories. But we have to remember that the past, actually, it only exists in our mind. The only time that's real is the now, the present moment. Like the now, this moment in time is the only time we can take action. It's the moment where we can invest in what is present, which is why we need to strike the right balance. We don't want to get caught up in reliving time that's already been spent to the detriment of what's in front of us now. However, there are times when revisiting your journal is definitely a valuable and worthwhile experience. And I'd love to share some of these times with you now. So the first one is your journal is an amazing place to be able to track how far you've come. And like most people, I love reading and revisiting old Facebook memories. 
especially when Facebook shows me a post I wrote that feels really powerful on reflection because it's like this time capsule. I get to see how far I've come. I get to see how my thinking has changed. I get to see how I'm different. And I also get to see what's remained timeless in my life. And you can have a similar experience in your journal, especially if you date your entries. And sometimes it's really fun to flip back and revisit the past you. Because when you look back, you can see how your thinking has changed. And this can be incredibly validating because sometimes it's hard to really track and experience and acknowledge our own growth, especially when it happens subtly and gradually. Now, it's a little bit like a frog slowly boiling. And just to say, I've never eaten frogs because I'm a vegetarian, but I think this is a great analogy. When you cook frogs, you do it gradually and the frog doesn't jump out because it doesn't realise it's boiling. And when it does realise it's boiling, it's too late. It doesn't notice the thing in the moment because it's such a gradual shift. And our personal growth and evolution can definitely be like this. Because we're the one experiencing it all. We don't always notice our transformations. We're too close. But we can see this shift through our journal entries. Because our journal can track the before and after and allow us to see it. So if we really want to own how far we've come looking back in your journal can be a really great place to do this. Now, another reason to look back over your journal is to help you extract the lessons. And for me, reflection is one of the most powerful personal development tools we can access. After all, hindsight is 2020 vision. When we look back, we can see events, conflicts and challenges through the lens of knowing how things worked out. When you're living it, there's unpredictability, there's uncertainty, there's fear, there's the unknowns, there's the choices. We have to navigate what we can't know for sure, and this can be difficult. However, when you look back at situations and events, all of that's gone and all that exists is the facts. What actually happened, what the results of your choices were, etc. And yes, sometimes reflection can feel very uncomfortable, Because with hindsight, it's abundantly clear how you could have done things differently to create a different outcome. And yes, we can sometimes kick ourselves because we didn't do the thing, we chose something else, etc, etc. However, this insight, this reflective insight is gold because it allows you to extract the lessons that life has taught you. You can take steps to embody what you figured out and then you might not have to make the same mistake again. Because have you ever had an experience when you didn't learn the first time round and something similar cropped up later and maybe you didn't learn that time round, but you did eventually? Well, reflection, looking back over your journal to see what life is teaching you, to understand the lessons, it can help you grow and evolve faster. It can actually help you to compress and bend time because with the help of reflection and then intentional embodiment, potentially you don't need to experience an event multiple times until you get it you can actually navigate the learning experience quicker, which can be really powerful if you're really invested in your personal growth and development. And I wanna say at this point, this isn't about moving through life quickly because life isn't a race, right? There's no destination to get to. It's just an ever unfolding series of experiences. But reflection can be another form of productivity because if you can do things in a compressed amount of time, What that does, it creates more space to experience something new. If you learn, I think sometimes if some of the lessons I'm learning now in my 40s, if I've been able to learn them in my 20s, 
or my 30s, if I'd been more clear with my reflections, where could my life be now? And again, this is where we need to be careful. We don't get lost in the past because we do what we do the best we can in the moment. But intentional reflection is a tool that can help you compress time. And I think that's an exciting, it's an exciting idea to really tune into to see what that can offer for you and your life. Now, another reason to look back over your journal is because it can actually help you to make intentional plans. If you've reflected in your journal and you've locked in the lessons or you've got clarity over what it is you desire or you're sure on what your next steps are, the lessons, the insights, the wisdom that's present in your journal can actually become the foundations for whatever you want to do next. It can help you remove guesswork. It can ensure you don't repeat unnecessary mistakes. It can ensure your plans are the ones that are perfect for you. And with these intentional plans set, it becomes a lot easier to actually navigate the way forward. So this is another reason to look back over your journal. Now, another reason is because of the self-awareness you're going to cultivate. Because let's be honest, your journal entries are a raw expression of you. Your journal is this external brain of things that you thought about, explored and processed in past moments. And so reading past entries can help you connect with those ideas and insights, things you might have forgotten in the flurry of life. They can remind you of a key insight and they can help you know yourself better. And this really is one of the most important goals of journaling. Like self-awareness is so invaluable. Like the more you know yourself, the more you can predict yourself, the more you can know what's right for you, the more you can navigate the life that feels most aligned and authentic to who you really are. And so looking back over your journal can help you identify new patterns. It can help you see the way you respond to particular things and then you can decide if that's how you want to keep going forward. It can help you to see old events through a different perspective because this is one of the powerful things about a personal development journey is in the future you're going to look back at events now and maybe have a different perspective on them because you've changed and evolved and shifted and this can help you also with healing things because when your worldview changes so do some of the old stories because you start to be able to see and experience and explore different perspectives and this can empower you to really elevate and step into the next version of whatever your best self is here to be have and do there's just so many things around the whole topic of self-awareness that I think journaling is just this profoundly powerful and potent tool to really navigate this area now another simple one is your journal can be a source of idea generation and brainstorming. Let's say you really enjoy writing lists, like list journaling is such a cool technique. We've got a whole episode on that, which I'll link to in the show notes. But potentially you could look back over your lists and extract ideas. Maybe your journal entries contain the dots that you can join up in the future. Remember this cool Steve Jobs concept about what creativity is. Creativity is just joining up new experiences in different ways to create something unique. So your journal can mean you don't have to start the next phase of your life from a blank slate. You can leverage past insights and ideas to create something powerful and new in your life. So I love, I love journaling as this tool for the next steps, as a, as a springboard, a place to leapfrog from. It's really cool. And then finally, this is one of my favorite reasons for journaling. And this is going to appeal to anybody who wants to create content. 
because chances are your journal is a prime place to discover content ideas that can help you to share your individual wisdom, the things you figured up out about life, your perspectives, your ideas, your insights, your stories. And this is especially powerful if you're an influencer, a teacher, an author or a business owner, like just someone who desires to have an online presence and you want to attract people who resonate with you. You want to find the like-minded people. I am always diving into my journal for content inspiration. In fact, it's not unusual for a journal entry to become a piece of social content, especially if in the moment I've connected with something, I've connected with an idea, I've been able to express it in my journal. I'm like, oh, this is actually something I could share. So journaling can turn into content creation, which as we know, is a tool that can grow your business, it can grow your profile, it can help you connect with new people. Super, super powerful. So that's another reason to look back in your journal. And do you know, Aristotle said that knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. Like knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. And as we've seen, your journal is one of the most potent ways to explore that. Self-awareness, self-discovery, self-love, self-trust, self-acceptance, all of the selves can take place in the relationship between you and the blank page on your journal. However, as we've seen in this episode, it's important to strike the right balance. In the words of Soren Kierkegaard, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. So yes, there are definitely times where we want to look back over our journal entries. However, we don't want to get so lost in reflection and revisiting that we forget to live out the next chapter of our incredible life. There's a balance, there's a balance to be had. So how often do you revisit your journal? I'd love to have, have a think about that question. And based on what we've explored today, potentially would you change any of your habits around this? And I also wanna leave you with a reflection prompt, something you can journal over today. It's how do you ensure that you learn the lesson that life is teaching you in the moment? How do you ensure that you learn the lesson that life is teaching you in the moment? And as always, you can access this question in the show notes where you'll also discover additional journaling tools and resources to really help you navigate this journey to your best self. So that's it for today's episode. I hope this episode has helped us to answer this question, whether or not you should revisit your journal. Now, if you got value from this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the show. And if you know of any journalists who need to hear this episode, please feel free to share this episode with them. The more people we can encourage to listen to this, this podcast, the more people we're gonna have out there who are really cultivating the skill of self-awareness and self-discovery. And as we've discovered, like the more we know ourselves, well, the more assets we have to create the life that we really love. So until next time, get to writing. I've been your host, Georgina Elmashady, and I can't wait to see, speak with you again in our next episode. Take care.